and welcome back to the Jason and Peely Project. I am so honored to be a part of PodMax again. This group that they have built, it's just, it's amazing. And the people that you get to connect with, connected with is just phenomenal. So I want to introduce you to my new friend, Pratiti Pathak. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Peely. It is so awesome to be here with you and finally meet you in person, kind of, sort of, through video. Uh, you're beautiful, number one, and I'm super excited to talk with you. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm the one that should be honored. I'm reading your bio right now. You have this long list of just awesomeness. Let's dive in. So you are a real estate professional with Keller Williams and you just created something new. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, you know, as a realtor and um, a, a solo entrepreneur, I have owned a construction company in the past in my own painting business. And being a realtor, you have so many different things to do and it's very easy to become overwhelmed like most people that come into real estate uh so many of them come in from a w-2 paying job so they don't know what it is to go from that to now being commission-based only and then have to generate their own business and then track their leads and track their business and track their finances and their they're so overwhelmed and what ends up happening is they get burned out pretty quickly. So I just wanted to create something so that they could just put the right systems into place. And I wanted to do something in a way that helps them create goals in like all areas of their life, right? Because if we don't have, if we're not doing well in our personal life and our relationships with our family, and so many times as real estate agents, we end up, you know, we're working all the time. So we're not there with the kids. We're not there with the husband or the wife. and and that becomes a burden. If we're on the road all the time, maybe we're not eating right anymore. So then our health isn't there, which means our energy level isn't there. So I wanted to create something where I can really help people put health goals, spiritual goals, personal goals, as well as business and financial goals in place, make them solid, help them you know, do their schedule properly, get their strengths in order and connect that with the right form of generating business. So just as a whole unit, that's what I wanted to create. I love the thought of having a whole unit. You are the realtor that I wish I had met back in 2013 when I first got my license. Because it feels like how the system works is that you get your license, you go through all the rigmarole of getting your license and you're kind of just dropped into a sea of realtors, unless you're in the right brokerage with the right mentors. And it sounds like your program is the right place to nurture and to grow the business that you're trying to achieve. Yeah, well, see, I think that even when you're with the right brokerage and I, I'm with Keller Williams, I think Keller Williams is like number one across the board in sales training not just in real estate sales, but just in sales training and mentorship. But I think where sometimes we um, get missed or get a little confused is, you know, we're all about uh, positive affirmations and, you know, going from entrepreneurship to purposeful. And it's all these really great sayings that we have, but not knowing the steps in between to get from one place to the other, I think can make it a little challenging overwhelming and then 
you know, you're, you, you get insecure about it. And um, the place where it ends up getting a miss is it's really great to say positive affirmations, but you can't go to, I'll give you my own example. I was somebody who was like horrible with social media. So I can't go from like, I suck at social media to like, I'm great at social media. I love social media. I can do this. I have to go to a place where I can tell myself something neutral that my brain's gonna believe and not just shoot me down and say, no, you're not. And that place may just sound like I'm committed to learning how to do social media. And I think that is the first step to getting to that positive affirmation. You can't just go directly, otherwise your brain will just shut you down and you'll end up feeling worse than you did before you started. Tell me, because I know when I first created our coaching program and getting into podcasting, getting the word out there and helping people, this comes from a very deep and personal place. Where, where does this ability, this want, this drive to help? And the thing is, realtors by nature, the really good ones at least, are really competitive. So why would you help your fellow realtor do and know the things that you know? That is a great question. First of all, there's plenty of business for anybody in any field, anywhere, okay? My people are my people. My people are always gonna be my people. I joke around and I go, listen, once you're my people, you're not even allowed to leave. So that is how secure I am. Meeting you here today, I know we're gonna be besties forever because I, I just feel like this. Number one, me sharing with you doesn't take anything away from me. And that kind of comes from those core values of like, especially with women. Women tend to view other women as their enemy, as their competition. And for me, I am always the first woman that wants to tell you you're beautiful. Oh my God, you got those gorgeous eyes. I love you, your hair, your this. Oh my God, I just don't That's what I want to do to you. Because that takes zero away from me. That takes zero. As a matter of fact, I think it added me a few points. You know what I mean? You're like, I got her. Okay, I like her. She's not anybody to worry about. And I think that when you're in a business like ours, um, and I'll just say sales in general or anything, and people be like, oh, I'm not a salesperson. First of all, your success is my success to answer your question on why you want to help anybody. You being successful is me being successful because not because I helped you get there or not because I made it happen for you. It's because I genuinely love seeing you grow, evolve, learn, whatever. I just, I just love you doing what you love doing. So if I played any tiny little small minute part in that, love it. I love, like that was the correct answer up like across the board. It was sort of a leading question. I knew where you were gonna go with it, but I just wanted to hear it from you because this is why we do this. There's, like you said before, and I'm gonna key into this. There's so much business out there. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much business out there. And if you know this, and if you acknowledge it, and if you have something that's within you that you can share, share it. Doesn't matter because there's so, much the more you expand yourself and i know you're going to agree with me with this the more you expand yourself the more expanse comes to you but let's talk about that because it sounds like something that is near and dear to your heart because you give so much but what happens when you give so you know growing up as a little indian girl in in, in a big america 
And, you know, I was only two years old when I came here. I'm 51 now. And sometimes I still feel like I'm kind of fresh you off the You are not boat. 51. I You're am 51. gorgeous. Well, you know what? Own it. You are so gorgeous. We're going oh to go gosh. talk about like skincare routines after this. Thank you, thank you. That's amazing. But back to back to my question. You're <laughs> no. you're two years old. You're in America. I've gone through so many different things in my life. It just like kind of like being an outcast of both societies and going through uh, childhood, like feeling like you don't belong in one area and feeling like you don't belong in another area. I've gone through the getting picked on and bullied, and I, I say this all the time, like. I'm the one who ended up being like the biggest bully to myself, telling me how I wasn't good enough. I was doing that whole mean girl routine to myself, you know, like, you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not smart enough. You don't have the right education. You don't have the right man. You got nothing, girl, <laughs> you know? And when you go through that type of thing, in the end, what I learned is they weren't the greatest moments in my life. And I've definitely made some poor choices, but they are probably the moments that I've been the most grateful for in my life because they are the moments that I had the most growth out of those experiences and evolved to completely new levels and just learned that I can have my own back and I can trust myself to do what I think is the right thing to do and it may not be what everybody thinks is the right thing to do, but in the end, even if I fall down, I know how to get back up. And that has been um, the core of being able to share with people and connect with people by just sharing everything about myself. I'm just somebody who always wants to tell you everything. So that's where it comes from, that that sharing. Anything that you find that's good, it's like, oh, I, I learned about TM, meditation, you know, transcendental meditation, I had to tell it to everybody. The moment I find something that I think is amazing. I just want to share it with everybody. That's, so that's that's where it comes from. I want to pinpoint a couple of things you said there. First, what you just said, that once you find good, you share the good. That, that right there is something that we all need to do across the board and we all need to remember to do across the board. Once you learn something good, share it. That's how goodness spreads. That's how kindness spreads. I also want to pinpoint what you said about being your own biggest bully. When you said that, that like almost brought tears to my eyes because I've dealt with that too. I've dealt with bullying in the past, but really when it comes down to it, and you said this, we were our biggest bullies. We, number one, we allow the bullying to happen. I mean, when we're children and we don't know any better, yes. But then we're taught Maybe we're not taught. Maybe we're not taught not, not taught. We're how not. not to bully yourself. And how not to, especially, I mean, let's 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 be honest. We are women of color. We have we have we're not white. Right. So we're we're brought up in a predominantly, especially business, a predominantly white society. Yes. But the thing is, if we allow that, and I want to hear your interpretations and thought, thoughts on this. If we allow that to keep us down, is it them that's keeping us down? Or is it is it us? It's, is it us like looking at our features and saying, because of this, we're not allowed. Because of this, we can't. What do you think? 
I think that it's very easy as a child not to, um, first of all, I just want to say that when you grow up in a different culture, what is going on outside of my house was very different than what was going on inside my house, right? Um, and those limiting beliefs or those upper limits that we give ourselves is because, you know, number one, I, there, I, I came from a culture that is uh, more of a mindset of scarcity and, you know, save, don't spend, start at the bottom, work your way up, just get promotions, please don't be late for lunch and don't do this and don't, don't talk to anybody. Like it was all of these things that were very well intended to raise your child in the right, you know, mindset. But what it did was, you know, my, there's a saying my my parents are in, in, in my culture is like, don't be overly smart. You know, there's an Indian way of saying it, don't die. And it was like, don't show off, right? So what that meant to me, she was like, I would, I always wanted to be like, oh, you're doing something, let me help you, let me help you, let me help you. And my mom would be like, don't show off. Everybody doesn't need to, you know, you don't have to help be a part of everything. She always wants to be a part of and so ultimately where society didn't give me that, I made that mean, don't raise your hand. You don't need to show off. Wait, um, no, you don't need to tell the answer. Just let, you know, if you're called on, okay, great. So it was always me holding myself back because of how I interpreted what was being said. And it was being said with the most love and good intention. It was never meant to be said to hold me back, but it did. And that's where I think the biggest thing that I would advocate for is putting these proper lessons into our school system, because this is where and you're, you're a mother, you have children and I lost my son 11 years ago. He is my only child and he was 17 and this December he would be turning 29. And all I can tell you is I was very, very particular about the way that I spoke to my son. I never said things like, are you being a bad boy? No, I never did. I would say, are you being nice? I don't want to put the negative label because guess what? Over time, you will take on that label. Do you know what I mean? You will become that label if you're, you're hearing it all the time. It's like mothers with their daughters going like, girl, don't give me an attitude. Well, before you know it, you wonder why your daughters have an attitude because you're always telling her she does. So I think that's where it really comes from with, sorry to go off on a tangent, but answering that question is like, it is partially the society. It is partially the fact that we're young and immature and unable to really understand what that meant or why it's being said. And then us interpreting it and then trying to process it as adults. You know, we go through different experiences in life as children and, and they could be perceived as negative experiences. And any experience that we ever go through in life that's a negative experience, whether it's a trauma, you know, an abuse or whatever it is, at that moment is not when we're being traumatized. At that moment, we're just in survival mode. It's after the trauma that we're trying to process it. That's where the trauma begins because then it's what we're making it mean. And immediately, anytime any trauma happens, we automatically blame ourselves. How could I have done this differently? How could I have avoided that? What could I, you know, I brought this on myself. You know, it's all, it's, it's all that. 
So first of all, first of all, I want to light on the fag, not light on the fag, I want to sh shine goodness, light, love, aloha, my mama heart to yours, I am sorry for yourself. Thank you. That said, the lessons that we learned, the things that we go through, the events that happen in our lives, they form us and they've created this amazing woman that you are, because everything you just said is everything that my listeners need to hear right now. Because I like, I love, I promote the idea of responsibility, making choices. We've all gone through trauma, whether it be cultural trauma, whether it be familial, whether it be whatever kind of trauma it is that's you, that you're facing, that I'm facing, that the world is facing. But it's how we choose to see it and how we choose to use it for ourselves. I know you have gone through traumatic events as well as I that could have brought us down and basically killed us. But we are here, we are talking to one another, and this is a key note to our success as women, as entrepreneurs, as beings of this planet. I honor that in you because now you are taking all that you've learned and you've become a mentor to people. So how are you taking your your ability to mentor, to teach this amazingness. Talk to me about mentorship and how you are allowing that to up-level your life and take others with you. Yeah, thank you so much for everything that you said, especially um, from one mama to another. I always appreciate that. Um, you know, just a few years ago, my niece, who was nine years old at the time of my son's accident, was very close with him, and they're eight years apart, but she's, she then, a few years ago, was graduating high school, and she was like, oh, I wanna to go to school for psychology, which was my thing. So I'm like, this is an awesome opportunity. So I went online to look for a podcast. I think this is an amazing platform. And I wanted to find a podcast that was um, empowering young women. And I came across the Life Coach School with Brooke Castilla, and she is a life coach for life coaches. And uh, everything she talked about just blew my mind. And I'm always somebody who's sharing. So literally, it's not a new concept that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create dictate our actions and our actions create our results, right? Here's the thing that she puts it into this model where the circumstance is neutral until we put a positive or negative to it. And when she gave the example of like 9-11, it was like, what? And automatically, most people in the world would say this was a horrific uh, um, a moment in time, right? But the fact is, she proved how it was neutral until we put a negative thought to it because that was our perception of it. And I'm not saying that you don't want to feel sad and upset and angry and frustrated about things. It's about owning that sadness and frustrating and allowing those experiences because it's all part of the human experience. We're supposed to experience the whole gamma ray of feelings and emotions, not just happy, happy unicorns and daisies and rainbows, right? And 
the thing is, is that 9-11 was neutral because there were some people that thought that was an accomplished day. There were some people that were happy about what happened and that was what was mind blowing. And when I share that with people, I also share like my son. My, the loss of my son was devastating to me and forever will be. For somebody who might have just caught it on the news, might have been like, oh, horrible, and then changed channel and it didn't affect them at all. It was neutral for them. And so then people are like, oh yeah, okay, I see it. Like, It's like saying like, you know, I have a fat, ugly body and going back to that affirmation. We can't just go from I have a fat, ugly body to I have an amazing body, I love my body. Your brain's gonna be like, no, you don't. Oh yeah. You have to go from that to I have a body, I have an able body. And so to answer your question, I have taken this last three years of just diving deeply into personal growth and awareness and I just want to use, I'm, I'm right now I'm going through this certification program to become a life coach. I'm already coaching people and it's been amazing and that is the way that I want to just take my mentorship and coaching and conversations to a whole nother level. I, I mean, love that. Help I people love... really be aware of their thoughts and think them on purpose because we do have the choice on what we want to think and how we want to think about something. I love the thought of mindset and choice and, and everything that you just said there. Having taking those events. I mean, think about where we are right now. And I know one of the key things is that you want to keep your podcast evergreen. Well, forget that. Right now we're in the time of COVID. We're in the time of social distancing. We're in the time of where everything just shut down last March, April. And now we're still dealing with the ramifications of that and the ramifications of COVID. So, so many people are looking at this time and yes, some of us have lost jobs, some of us have lost loved ones, some of us have just lost and kept yes. on losing. But the thing is, on the flip side, if you look at it, because I lost my grandfather at the beginning of this whole thing. Sorry to hear that. I, like there's things that I could have lost along the way, but I don't choose to think of it that way. Yes. I don't choose to think of it as a loss. There's so much good that came out of this. And I'll prove it to you because all of our children came home and I can't tell you how many times I've, I've talked to mamas and they're just like, I don't know how we're, I'm gonna do this. I'm like, I'm drinking more, I'm doing this. I'm doing this other thing and I can't handle this. Well, I tell them the first thing that you have to do is you have to start right here. And I was just talking to my amazing friend, Carol Scott. It's the, I get to, it's the, I get to do this. I get to do this. And talking with you and hearing about the loss of your son, that means doubly true. Wouldn't you want to have your son right now coming home being like, mom, I don't have anything anywhere else to go. <laughs> I'd be like, sit down. I don't need you to be out of my hair. <laughs> but, yeah, but the thing is, like I think about that and I think about, well, I get to have my family, my children around me. There's so many people out there that don't get to. So having that mind switch, that, that, that just that mindset shift from I have to, or 
I need to, or I, I, this person told me I have to, or oh my goodness, my kids are home too, I get to. Huge, huge change, even, with, even though it just, it's just a small vocabulary change. It's a huge change. Just yeah. in the just in the words you tell yourself. So let's talk about more about your mission to share, to to not think about those negative experiences, to not explore the holes in your life, but to explore what could be for those realtors, for those business people. Because these thoughts that we're, we're both talking about right now expands over all business, expands over all generations, over all gender. How are you going to help them up-level their lives? Yeah, uh, you know, um, thank you for that. I just, I just want people to know that it's, it's, not, it's not that we're not looking at our negative experiences or not, it's, it's how we want to see it. And I say this all the time, and I am somebody who's lost a child. And no matter what horrible experiences you've gone through in your life, there are absolutely things to be 100% grateful for. And the experiences that you've gone through or I've gone through, they're not to be compared. The negative, the struggles you've had were real. The struggles I've had, my friend, are real. Okay, though I can tell you there's somebody who struggles less and there's somebody who struggles more. I'm somebody who's lost one child. There's people who's lost their whole family, their home, everything in one moment. You have to not neglect or, or put blinders onto the negative things, but really embrace them and really know that you know, like you, you, I just want to share one thing with uh, both of our audiences today and everybody in my life and yours. No negative experience will ever go away until you get what you were supposed to learn from that experience out of that. Until you grow and evolve to the next version of yourself because of that experience, just like you said that you get to, you know? And I think that what we're not doing as much as we really need to be is asking ourselves the right questions. What am I supposed to be learning from this? How can I, you know, what do I need to do here? Okay, this is happening, what do I need to do? How do I need to think about this? How can I be thinking about this? You know, when COVID was going on, I had done a bunch of interviews and I was reaching out to all of my database and my friends and family and and I was having conversations and people were freaking out. <laughs> I was like, "What? okay, what are we afraid of? Like, let's just look at that. Like, are we afraid of dying? Because death is on the table for us every single day. Are we afraid of losing our job? Because that could happen every single day. Are we afraid of losing our money in the stocks? Because that could happen every single day. Why don't we go to the place of, what if we do lose? What if we do lose? What if we do lose? What are you going to do then? Like, start thinking about that. You got time, my friend. <laughs> We're shut down. <laughs> so it was, I think that is the biggest takeaway. And I'm so grateful for being able to have the ability to have conversations like that with people. And exactly what you said, we don't have to. 
actually we don't have to do anything right we don't even have to pay our taxes we could go to jail the truth is we want to pay our taxes okay we don't have to take care of our children we could just leave them here the truth is we want to take care of our children the truth is we want to do things in our life and we want to be able to experience all of it and ask ourselves the right questions through all of those things because we can't experience happy and really know what that is or get anything from it if we don't experience the sad and the difficult and the struggles. So it's just, it's 50-50. Life is 50-50 and you have to want all of it because we're human. That's what you're here for. That's what you signed up for being here. Yes. <laughs> all the yeses. All the yeses. So this has been an amazing conversation, by the way. I've learned so much. I've like, we've dived so deep. I want to ask you one more question before I let you go. And this yeah. has to do with your mentorship program. So say I'm a new realtor. I just got my license. I somehow, you know, Keller Williams recruited me and I walk into the office, not walking into the office with my mask on, maybe. <laughs> I'm new. What's the first thing that I should do right now in this moment? Right now in this moment, I think you should just know one thing. You are one of the two things that that I get first thing with a new agent is, I don't know if I can do this because I'm not a salesperson. Number one, you're not here to sell. You're here to create relationships. That's what you do. You create relationships because when people are ready to do business, because they do business everywhere, whether it's the gas station, the Walmart, or the you know shoe store, Wherever they're doing business, they're always going to do business where they feel the most comfortable, the most confident. So like learn your area, create relationships. And when people tell me they're not a salesperson, everybody's a salesperson because what is the main thing you're selling every single day? You. Why should you hire me? Why should you be my friend? Why should you marry me? Why should you like me? That's the two things. I know you asked for one, but it's hard. <laughs> Uh, you could you could talk for another half an hour and I'd just be here listening. <laughs> so, again, thank you so much for coming on my show. If, if a new realtor, old realtors, if anybody wants to find you, how can they reach you? Yeah, so I am on all the social media platforms. If you look up for TD Pathic, you will probably find me everywhere. I have a YouTube channel. But my uh, Keller Williams page is... Pratiti, P-R-A-T-I-T-I, at kwrealty.com. You can start there. Um, you can email me. You pretty much look me up and you'll find all my contact information everywhere. Amazing. Pratiti, thank, thank you so you. much again for coming on my show. I'm so honored to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Pili. It's been a pleasure. And to everyone else who's listening, I'm super grateful. If you love this show, please rate and review and definitely go check out PodMax. Go to www.podmax.com. They're an amazing group I get to be a part of. And this is how I met the amazing team. So again, so grateful to everyone here. You are amazing. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.